This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to the Anatomy of Marriage podcast. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Hello, my name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And today we have the amazing Paul and Robin Vetter. We so. are so glad to have y'all here. Say hello. Let our people know who you are. Hi, guys. <laughs> glad to be here for sure. Awesome. This is awesome. So Robin and Paul were actually at our event in Chicago. We had the best time hanging out. Uh, Y'all have been fans of the show for how long have y'all heard of the known of the show? Uh, Since August. Since August of last year. So yeah, less than a year. Wow. And and you guys are in Florida and you reached out to us and we started talking before we even met each other in Chicago and we're just kind of like consulting, going back and forth and uh, just really connecting via the internet and Skype, just just hanging out. And then we got a chance to hang out in Chicago, which was totally rad. Mm -hmm. And we're like, we should have Paul and Robin on the show because they're so fun and their Mm -hmm. story is so so cool and stuff so thanks first of all for being willing to come on the show uh, yeah, a bunch absolutely. of people uh don't but as we talk about on the show <laughs> it's it's really helpful when we are uh, what a bunch of people don't come on the show <laughs> oh. so you say i well, love you but stop talking let them introduce oh boy. y'all introduce okay sorry yeah <laughs> so my name is paul this is my wife robin um like seth said we're we're from south florida west palm area found your show last year in august actually robin you found the show um, and sent it over to me via text. Um, we've been married uh, 12 years, and uh, this is our 13th year. And um, we just, for the longest time, like we thought, our, we our marriage was definitely getting better over time, but it was a very, very slow, gradual thing. Um, and we didn't really know how to work through some of the things that we had as problems or issues in our marriage. And um, your podcast has like opened our eyes to. Um, first of all, not not that it was an excuse for our bad behavior, but it was a it was it was a tool to help us understand our bad behavior and then fix that bad behavior. Um, so yeah, it was super helpful, and uh, you guys have been amazing, and really really appreciate what you're doing here for sure. And we were glad to be on here because I mean I want people to know and hear our story be- because I want them to not feel alone. 
like every in the world of social media, everybody's putting on this happy face. It's all it's all just a mirage or it's fake. It's not real. Like this is real life. We're, we'll be open and honest. We'll tell you our story and hopefully people benefit from it. So. Absolutely. How did you find the show, Robin? Um, at that time, Paul and I were having a really hard time connecting. And for him, he's um, very gregarious and has an easy time talking to just about anyone. But when it came to coming home and talking to me, he had a very difficult time connecting to me. And so around that time, we had been having a lot of fights. But in the midst of that, he's like, hey, you know, you should start listening to some podcasts. He's like, there's some really great stuff. Why don't you look for some podcasts? So I was like, all right, I'm just going to search Christian marriage and see what I, I find. And I listened to a couple of podcasts and they didn't really resonate with me. And then I found your podcast. And I think the first ish, the first episode that I listened to was on communication. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this is really great because it's practical. And so I listened to another one. And the second one that I listened to was the adult attachment disorder. Mm-hmm. And when I listened to that, I was like, oh my gosh, this kind of seems what seems to be like what Paul has, why he has a hard time um, being, being able to connect with me. So I sent it to him. I prayed about it, sent it to him. And he didn't say anything to me that night. And I remember hanging out on the back patio with him after the kids went to bed and just hanging out. He didn't really say anything. And I was like, well, I guess he wasn't upset that I sent him this podcast, but I guess he really, maybe he was meh about it. So the next day he's like, Hey, I just wanted to let you know, I listened to that podcast and it really impacted me. And I think that we should maybe try to do some sessions with them and see if we could get some help. And from there, um, he started listening to as many podcasts as he could and same thing with me. And then um, we met with you guys and you guys were so practical and you listened to what we had to say and gave us so many practical things that could help us. And I think that was really the turning point of our marriage. Um, yeah. For sure. Awesome. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Awesome. Uh, Thank you for that awesome long promotion and commercial. I know. I know. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Great plug, Robin. Well, it. <laughs> well, it's it's just and and plus, thank you for being honest about that. Yeah. It's it's super helpful to hear that feedback as us as we put stuff out. It's like okay. That it makes sense. We're not just crazy, or so that's that's really cool. Thank you, and we're really glad that it helped. Yeah, I think your honesty was probably the biggest thing that struck me because I was kind of in a point in my life where I'm like I'm on social media. One of my nicknames is Posty Paul from a couple <laughs> of my friends. Like I post all the time. I'm on social media. I do it for my business and whatnot as well. But um, I just I'm getting to the point where I'm like sick of social media. It's kind of a necessary evil. Um, because everybody puts up a front, everybody's mm-hmm. fake. And you guys were so honest by recording your fights. Like yeah. that blew my mind. <laughs> it was awesome. It, it also blew our minds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, are, what are we doing? <laughs> so I love that. Yeah. So I love the honesty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And I did want to say, just as a side note, y'all have kids. Can you tell yes. us a little bit about that journey? Just a tiny snippet because I think it's important. Yeah. Um, so we were not able to have our own children. Long story short, we, um, my parents are full-time foster parents and adoptions kind of runs in my family. So long story short, uh, we got into the foster care system and we ended up adopting two beautiful girls, Gwen and Bethany. And um, But over the period of uh, five years, five years? Mm-hmm. 
Four years. Four years. We had seven kids go through our home total. And um, that was a very dark, rough time. Um, I spent six months traveling full time. Like I would leave on Sunday and come back Thursday every night. So Robin for six months basically was a stay-at-home mom, a single mom for all intents and purposes. And um, we had three kids at the time. So we had two and then we had three towards the end there. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so we have two kids. Uh, they're four and five. Um, and we're, we're still just, if I'm being honest, like we're still struggling with like that age and cause we had babies and toddlers for so long. I mean, it's been seven years total now that we've yeah. kind of circulated through this baby toddler mode. So that's one of the things that we're really struggling with right now. Like mm-hmm. we feel like terrible parents cause sometimes we just don't want to be around our kids sometimes. And it's just <laughs> like, it's a lot. It's just, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot right now. And that's what we're, we're yeah. literally going through that right now. It's yeah. tough. Don't feel don't feel like a terrible parent. I think that's normal. Yeah, you know, it's just like <laughs> go outside. Sure get sick of our kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. you feel bad for about two seconds. Like oh, but then you see them playing happily outside. You're like uh, they're everybody's fine, fine yeah. right? Yeah. And then that thirty minutes or one hour of silence is great. And yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to bring it up because I think. Um, it helps listeners to understand that you guys are real people. You do yeah. real things and have real lives and you have done foster parenting, which is an insane amount of work and dedication. And so I just want to thank you for sharing that. I just wanted yep. to kind of throw that out there because I think it's an important part of your journey. But I did want to start out by like really talking about what transformation, how what has happened since y'all have started listening to the podcast and not to say that the show is the only thing that's brought the transformation about, yep. but I'd love to talk about like kind of your journey in marriage and all of that. So feel free to share whatever you feel comfortable sharing and start wherever makes sense for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it could start at the beginning. Um, so we both grew up in the evangelical Christian world. Um, she was in church most of her life or all of your life. I was in church most of mine. I was saved at when I was in third grade. Um, third or fourth grade. And um, so growing up, like we did everything right because we were in church, we were good kids, all that, all that stuff. And when we met, um, we met in January, started dating in February and we're engaged by July and then married in December of that, that same year because Christians want to have sex. So you get married quickly. So, <laughs> uh, so, you know, so it was kind of like one of those things like um, we got married very quickly. Um, we were very young. I was 20. You were 23, 24, 24. Um, so there's a couple years between us. Um, so I was 20. It was actually nine days before my 21st birthday. Um, and on our honeymoon, Robin had to buy the, uh, the champagne so we could do a little toast cause, cause I was underage. So <laughs> it was a few days before that. So, um, so anyway, so we got married very early. Um, and I, I kind of brought some baggage like from my family of origin and this is stuff that we've talked about it's stuff kind of central to your podcast but my family of origin um is kind of without going into too many details like it's it it brought it it translated into our marriage i brought a lot of that baggage and and how i was raised and from the church my parents like all that stuff um and i'm as you can tell. I'm a little bit of a dominating force. Robin's very quiet. She's very sweet. Um, I'm kind of obnoxious and loud. And um, so I, I look back at, the, at the, the history of our marriage and I almost, I almost feel like in my emotions and in, in my mind that a lot of the problems that we had were my fault. It, it, it wasn't the case um, necessarily. And it's just because she's so quiet um, that I just kind of dominated and I had an idea. This is the other thing. I actually, I had an idea um, of what my marriage should look like, what my wife should look like going into marriage. 
growing up in the church, you know, just having creating this weird ideal and then like forcing that upon her. So I'm super loud and obnoxious and I'm, I'm dominating and overbearing. And then I had this ideal of who she should be. And, um, you know, when you have that family of origin thing, like you compare, um, like I compared my mom to her. So I was making those comparisons and it's funny, like one of the first fights that we had was right before we got married. It was before we got married. Okay. So it was right before we got married. We, um, we signed a lease on a condo and, um, we were going shopping at Walmart for things like laundry detergent and things like that. And we, we got to the fabric softener aisle and I grabbed what my mom had always used growing up. And that was downy. And I'm like, Oh, I'm just going to put this in the car. Cause this is what I've used. And she's like, well, why don't we pick out our own set? And I'm like, it broke my mind. Like, I'm like, no, because my mom used this product. This is what we're going to use in my house. So that family of origin stuff is really, really strong. Um, and I didn't know what that was back then, but that that was basically for the last 10, 11 years, I, I brought that baggage and that dynamic to our relationship where I was trying to change who she was to kind of fit my ideal. And, and that's the crazy thing. I love who she is without changing, but I was so, I don't know, I was just deep down inside me, that's what I was trying to do and portray. And it was, it was really tough. Yeah, that's what you're so used to, right? And change is uncomfortable. And yep. part of that is you wanted to avoid not being comfortable. And it was okay to be like, well, and because you're kind of dominating just in just your personality, you know, good, bad, and different. It's who you are. You're like, oh, well, this is how we're going to do it. And it almost didn't, it doesn't make sense, right? You know, a fabric yeah. softener or whatever, it's basically the same. And so a lot of times, well, a lot of times, I think, couples get in fights about things that don't actually matter yeah. yes. like right now do you i mean maybe you do i don't want to call you out but do you yeah. have a preference on fra- fabric softener or it's like i couldn't uh, i could care less or couldn't care yeah. less, whatever yeah, I, yeah. I, <laughs> the, the mental capacity is just not there for fabric softener to even think about it so yeah no not at all <laughs> yeah so we can look back and go oh my goodness what was i even like kind of that that's just so irrelevant, right? Yeah, but we yeah. had so many fights about it. And like your story is a lot like my story. Mm-hmm. I would be like, well, this is how we did it. And, you know, people don't do that. And, you know, in the South, because I'm from the South, she's from Seattle, people don't do that. Well, yes, they do. They just don't do it in South Carolina. And that's what I knew. That's what I was mm-hmm. comfortable with. We had infinite fights about yeah. it. But it's just like, okay, let's let that go and then build what Melanie and I should build. Mm-hmm. Let's build what Robin and Paul should build, not just what Paul is used yeah. to or what Robin yeah. is used to or Melanie, you mm-hmm. know, and so many couples fall in that trap. So it's, it's really cool that you have a good memory and can remember back to yeah. like that fight about fabric or softener. It, or, that was our first fight. Yeah. That was our first, our first fight. Our it first was a fight. month before the wedding. Yeah. And that's what we fought over. Yeah. And it was, it was a short fight, but that was, that's what we fought over. And that was yeah. like our first fight. It was ridiculous. It was yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Funny. And I think on this journey, like I know um, not only has it helped our marriage, but I think me as a person, because for the longest time being told that you're not doing things right or, um, you know, you should do this, you should do that. It made me feel like there was something wrong with me. And I was trying to fit myself into this mold that I was never going to fit into. And I think really for me, um, since August, I've, I've really been learning that I just need to be who God created me to be and feel like you had one episode, I think it was the divorce series where um, you were talking about filling your space. And that really mm-hmm. resonated with me. I'm like, I want to fill my space and not the space that I've been told that I need to fill, 
but what God has for me. Um, And I think that's really been freeing for me. And that's allowed me to really um, go after some goals that before I really didn't want to go after. I didn't think that I should go after. So I think not only has this helped our marriage, but it's definitely helped me as a person just to realize that I can be who I need to be and that's okay. And he's learning to be okay with that. Yeah. And I think that there's like, there's a level of like the way we grew up in evangelical Christian world. Um, there was like this dominating male factor there that I adhered to. And it, it was, I, my mind has been changed the last year of, of all of that. And I, yeah, we're, we're so, you know, we still struggle with all of that stuff still, still have arguments, but like, I see her more of an equal now as I ever have. I didn't see that before. Um, and it wasn't that I was trying to be a jerk. I was, I, I had good intentions in the long run, but it, it never, it was never good. And I would tell him, I'd I'd be like, babe, we're not a team. It's like, you're making all the decisions. We're not a team. And he'd be like, no, we're a team. We're doing things together. I'm like, no, you're making, but he just had this mental block. He couldn't see it. And it wasn't until I feel like the veil was taken away back in August where he's like, oh, okay. I see. I thought I thought I was trying for the longest time for their entire marriage. Like I thought I was trying to be better. But until you guys gave me the tools to understand that you are who you are because of these reasons and it's okay, work on them, fix those things. Um, that was the big eye opener for me because I, I finally understood why I was arguing about freaking laundry detergent in the middle of Walmart <laughs> with my new bride or to be bride. Like I understood why that was a thing. Um, so, but it was such a, it's such a deep seated thing. It's, it's absolutely crazy. Yeah. What did it feel like for you, Paul, like when you started? Because I mean, in our in my own sort of in our journey, for me, it was like when I realized, oh, wait, I think maybe I'm not doing something right. I felt mm-hmm. like I was falling. I mean, I th- it was like the worst. Fe- what did it feel like for you? Um, I was pretty upset. I was upset that I because I'm a people pleaser and I love people. I love to be around people. Um, I love people and I love Robin. I I am disappointed that we wasted, I wasted so many years of our marriage being a jerk um, mm-hmm. in, in some of those things. Um, and even before kids, like we had years before kids um, that I feel like we wasted. We didn't travel as much as we probably could have and wanted to. And we, it's funny, the family of origin stuff, like, so Robin's going, she's a high school math teacher by trade. Um, she has, she's been staying at home with the kids for five years, seven years, seven years geez, seven years. So she, in our family of origin, we both thought we wanted big families. We were going to homeschool like that whole thing. We don't want any of that. So I run my own business. She wants to go back to work. We love our kids, but we want to put them in school. Like um, they're going to go to a private school where she's going to be teaching. And so like we had this ideal of where we thought we wanted to go based on our families and how we grew up and what we learned. Like I come from a big family. And, you know, we struggle, we joke about it, but we struggled to have our own children. And like, I'm praying, we finally have our two girls. I'm done. Like, I don't want any more kids. Like, God, please don't, don't answer that prayer anymore. Like, we're done. I'm good. I'm good with our two. Like, delete that email. Yeah. (laughs) If we, if we got pregnant by some miracle, it'd be amazing. But like, of course, but I don't, I'm good. Like I have my small family and I just, for the longest time, for all my life, I thought I wanted a ton of kids. Like, I don't want any of that. And that was all, that's family of origin stuff. It's how we, how I grew up because I'm oldest of six. So, um, 
the last year we've changed a lot and it's been great. Mm-hmm. We're in a much better place than we ever have been. So yeah. How did it feel Robin when he started? Like what did, what did the, like the first sort of few steps of changing feel like and what did it look like and how did it appear in your relationship? Um, he would do things that he normally wouldn't do. Like he, he never calls me during the day. And if I call him, I generally will get a voicemail. He won't pick up for me. So he would, he started calling me in the middle of the day and I'd answer it. Hello. Hey babe, is everything okay? Just thinking that there's something wrong because he's actually calling me. So he started doing things like that. Um, starting started trying to talk to me more and it was really strange for me because I just I'd been longing for that and I had felt so lonely but then when it actually started to happen I think I was kind of scared I was I was afraid of getting hurt and afraid that he would revert back to not talking to me anymore so part of me was kind of fearful that we would regress and then the other part was I I kind of got angry Mm. It's just strange to say, but I'm like, you know, I should have been treated like an equal from the beginning, Mm. but I wasn't necessarily angry at him. I was more so angry at society Mm. and angry at patriarchal thinking for making making men feel like it's okay to, to treat their wives like that and to have all of these expectations of us that we're not supposed to have on us. So I've had to work through the fear and work through the anger. Um, and again, it's, it wasn't really directed at him because I know, I know that that's how we grew up. So it's, it was just part of his background, but I really had to work through that, um, and let go of that fear and just let him change and let the Lord work on my own heart as well. I'm terrified of that aspect of society and our culture right now, because I know, People that I used, men that I used to look up to, like they're struggling in their marriage. Um, and, and this is like a perfect example. And I, I was listening to a podcast the other day and somebody brought it up. I, I, I don't remember what podcast it was, but um, they were like, what happened with the whole like gay marriage debate? And I'm like, oh, yeah, we haven't heard about that. It's kind of fizzled out like politics. And the, there's always like something that we're always arguing about as society goes on. But like I, I looked up to people that are sitting there like standing up for gay marriage or for, for men and it's marriage is between a man and a woman. And yet your, their marriage is literally failing. So mm-hmm. they're, uh, you know, they're, they're on this soapbox and on their platform. Um, and it's a society thing. Like they're arguing the, you know, to, to fight for marriage between a man and a woman and their marriage is failing. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense to me. That like that doesn't compute. I don't get that. So that was that was another aspect of, of things that I was dealing with. Because just because I wanted to mention that because you brought up the society thing, and I'm still kind of dealing with that. I'm I'm scared of our culture and our society right now because, like, I want to go the right way, and I don't know if I'll ever find the right way to go. But I want to head in the right direction. But, um, I'm we're in the middle of this. Like we just started this journey less than a year ago, and I'm. Yeah. I don't have the answers and I'm searching and I'm trying to discover and trying to fix things. But, um, this was definitely a stepping stone to that. So I I think that I, I understand what you're saying. Like, um, and you too, Robin, like you, you were, you were upset. And then you, Paul saying like, you're scared. I remember maybe a couple of months ago, maybe it was a year ago. I don't remember, but we were talking about, I think it was when we had some episodes with Dr. Tina 
and we were talking about um, how men or husbands in society like feel that it's okay to um, make their wives smaller so they can be mm. bigger kind of thing. And then maybe it was the divorce was episode the divorce that you were episodes. talking about, yeah, Robin. Same one. And when Carla, that was the lady's name, said, you know, I, I want to be in like, I imagine there's a Carla-shaped space out there, mm-hmm. you know, and I want to live fully <laughs> in my space. And in that interview, that really hit me because I was like, I haven't been living in the fully Seth-shaped mm-hmm. space and I'm scared to death because I, you know what? I don't even know what that is. And I think that's yeah. all the societal things and like, you know, family of origin. I'm like, holy crap, this is scary. I want it, but I'm really scared. Yeah. And then the other part that I was just like despised was I was like, how dare you, Seth, not let Melanie be in her full space? And I was like ashamed kind of. And I was like mad at myself in, in a way. And I was like, I never want her to look at me like as because we have three kids as you know i never want melanie to look at me as like a fourth son that she just has to take care of that's just i like hate that i hate disgusting. that so much uh, i oh hate that gosh. and i hate and, it and i know i know that i've done that in our marriage and i'm like i just i literally i get like because i know we let paul we listen to a lot of the same i like you know i want to go like andy frisella or like ed my just like i want to punch myself in the face and be like <laughs> wake up you know and just yeah. like kick my own butt, you know, yeah. and I, so I hate, I hate thinking that way. And I, I think if we have a growth mindset and a willingness and like, okay, this is hard. I'm scared. I don't know it. And it's uncomfortable. Let's do this. Then that's where change is going to mm-hmm. come. And I think that you guys are like that a lot. I know you yeah. are Paul. Yeah. 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 And I do want, I want to say, I do want to really acknowledge that piece of feeling angry, Robin, because that was even like a week ago when I was upset about something and Seth was, um, he wasn't, so he, I said something like I had had a really hard day. I mentioned this in a marriage morning the other day. I was like, I had a really hard day and I listed all the things that were challenging in that day. Oh, right. And Seth did this. Well, what was good today? And I about like <laughs> lost my mind. I didn't say anything weird, but I was like, what did you just do to me? But it was, but then we realized it's like, hey, you could have responded in about 70 different ways. And one could be to like hug me, but right. you chose not to. And the weird thing was then he got up and hugged me. Oh yeah. That my, was a breakthrough that I don't think we've talked about. I'm talking yet. about a breakthrough. No, we did. Talk, <laughs> we actually did talk oh, about Okay, it. we did. That's but, right. But one of the things that I felt immediately was I, I literally, he like got up and sort of, like sat around me and hugged me and I immediately wanted to be angry. Mm. I was like, you could have been doing this for literally 15 years and you're only now doing this. And I wanted to just be mad at him. But then the other part of my brain was like, this is what you want, Melanie. Like, don't be mad at him. This is what you've wanted for the whole time. So now you have it. So don't, don't ruin it kind of is the way I was looking at it. But, but I just want to acknowledge that, I know for us, as the more that Seth grows, I have to check myself for resentment because I definitely get on that track of like, I was trying harder than you were. Why aren't you know? Why can't I be mad about it? But it's like that's not going to be helpful either. Right. And but it but it's real. It's a real yep. thing. And I just wanted to mention it, I guess, and mm-hmm. sort of validate that. Yeah. Um, so so let's talk about like okay. So we talked about the transition and what was super important. You know that happened in August. And so let's talk about some of the reasons why that was able to happen. And like, I, I'm really keen on the idea of 
if we don't have a growth mindset and if we don't have ears to hear it and if we're not receptive, then guess what? All these people from podcasts, Ed Milet, all these guys that we like could walk through our front door and says, hey, what's up, buddy? You need to do this. But if I don't have ears, I'll be like, what? what get you, out of my what, house, Ed Milet. What are you talking about? You know, <laughs> so that that comes with like being open uh, and having a growth mindset. Can you guys talk a little bit about your process around that? Yes, sir. Um, you can go ahead. Okay. I mean, I think I don't. I don't know. Literally, once when I listened to the podcast and understood the growth mindset, I when I listened to it and I heard it for the first time, it literally clicked with me like that. I was like, "Holy crap! I don't have a growth mindset. I used to think I did, um, but I, I I was just coasting through life. Like I was, I I just I was trying to be better at like little snippets of my life, but it wasn't. I like when we first started listening to that podcast and I started kind of getting on that podcast game, like we don't watch much TV anymore. Like we just ingest so much good content just all day. I mean, Gary V, Andy Frisella, Ed Milet, you guys, um, you know, I just, I don't want to ever go back to coasting through life um, because I see it all around me. And I, it was, it, the only thing I can, I can, um, equated to is like in the the matrix when his eyes are open and he sees the code like that's what happened for me i don't i can't explain it and i i knew you were going to ask me that and i wish and i a couple of people have asked me that like what was the thing that i don't know but understanding the growth and fixed mindset it just it clicked with me i saw the code and i was like i am not at all in a growth mindset and i need to be and i want to be um mm. because I, I it's gonna be better in the end like i'm gonna have a better life a better relationship with Robin, a better relationship with my kids. Um, you know, we, ha- we have to find a good podcast on, on the kid thing. I think we're, we're good on the yeah. marriage thing, but we have to, that that's yeah. kind of our next hurdle to, to, yeah, we are working on it. Yeah. But, but that's kind of our next hurdle to like understand and work through that. Like mm-hmm. not that we're perfect. We still argue. We still have some of that stuff come up, but we, that's like the next thing that I want to work on. And I don't ever want to start um, or I don't ever want to stop working on myself. Yeah. I mean, that's... And, and I think like for, we knew that we did not want to be in the same place five years from now, but I don't think that we really knew how to get in a different place. And we both kind of grew up in that fixed mindset. And so just hearing you guys talk about it, like, okay, that makes so much sense. And it is possible for us to change our thinking instead of thinking, um, <clears throat> towards a fixed mindset, we can actually grow and change the things that we don't like and become better people so that, you know, if we work on it now, then in five years, we're going to be way farther ahead. So I think just listening to, just learning about the difference between a fixed and a growth mindset and then um, trying to apply it, I think is really, you know, and I think for me, I had a fear of I mean, you get comfortable the way that you are. So a little bit of it was fear. Well, if I start to change, then I'm going to be in uncomfortable situations. But um, but I think just stepping out of that fear and taking action really helped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have, what are your thoughts around, because this is sort of a thing that we're thinking about as well, but the, the importance of community in honestly, the community that you're a part of through your changing and your growth, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Like, what are your thoughts around that? And how has community helped you along your way? Yeah. I mean, so again, this is just me being honest right now. I'm, I'm working through some, um, some issues with like my faith and stuff. I still believe everything I grew up to believe, but 
I'm just working through issues and, and I, I own a business. So I'm working constantly. Um, and honestly, the last place I want to be right this second in my point of life is in a church on Sunday morning. Like I don't, I don't want to be there right now. Um, that's just where I am. I'm being honest. Um, I, I do think, and we, we have good community around us. We have some amazing people in our lives. Um, but yeah, there, there, it's funny, like when you're with different groups of people doing different things, like, um, for me again, throw it all out there. I use alcohol sometimes to just take the edge off life. Like that's kind of my go-to. Um, so, you know, I can find myself just hanging out, wanting to just drink the weekend away and just kind of coasting through that. And, um, you know, I don't want to do that anymore. Um, so yeah, community has a, an effect on you one way or the other. Yeah. And, yeah. um, but we, we definitely have some good people. And I think we've kind of, we've kind of changed some of our community yeah. um, because some of the people that we were hanging out with before um, are in a fixed mindset and we can share the way that we've changed. But I mean, people have to be receptive to hearing it. Yeah. And if they're not, then. And yeah, that, well, sorry, that even goes, that even goes to like family, like, because I'm, because of my family of origin stuff, I think Seth, you and I are a lot alike in our family of origin. Like, big family get togethers all the time. Like we don't, we, we love our families, but we don't want to constantly be around them. Like we want to just, we want it, we want it to be us. We're working on us. So my parents don't know this yet. And maybe they're going to listen to this because I, I sent them the podcast and they started listening to it. Um, but awesome. we're, we were, we were joking. So we just got a boat in December. Um, nothing crazy. It's just for us to get out with the kids. It's amazing. Um, cause we live in Florida. We're right by the beach. Um, we were talking about not doing Thanksgiving with the family, like getting subs. The thing here is Publix turkey subs. They're delicious. Um, but like getting turkey subs on Thanksgiving and spending the day on the boat with just the four of us, me, Robin, and the kids. So yeah. like we're trying to change certain things in, in what we're doing with our lives mm-hmm. um, because right now, Right now and forever more, this is what matters right here. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. every, if I, my energy is to be a good husband, a good father, a good business owner. If I have any more time after that, great. Mm-hmm. Good neighbor, like uh, whatever, a good citizen, like you can keep going outward. Um, but right now my focus is, is right here. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. awesome. I First of all, to, that's, yeah, that's, that's really awesome. I wanted to bring it up just because even uh, like we're talking about selling our house and sort of going all in for what we're working on. And so we had a uh, Dave Ramsey uh, certified ELP guy come over yesterday. Yeah. And just the fact that this guy is like, he's like one of us, you know what I mean? Like he gets it. He's been working on his finances. He's following his own dreams. And just to have the proximity of that kind of person, talking to us about our dreams and our changes and what we want to do was so life-giving because normally it's the other way around, especially when you're talking about relationships or finances. Like when you change and you actually say, I'm going to face my demons, I'm going to turn this stuff around, I'm going to focus on intentionally living in my marriage. Mm -hmm. So many people are like, what are you What what are you talking about? Like my, my, my parents would say, what you've gone off the deep end? Yeah. What are you talking about? Let's go. Let's <laughs> yeah. Let's go watch baseball or yeah. you know yeah. like let's go watch or, dancing or, with the stars, or dancing with the yeah. stars, or yeah. something. And who cares? That's fine. Shows or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it's that coasting through life. It's just like mm-hmm. checking out and coasting. Yeah, yeah. but I think it's just really mm-hmm. it, like I, I'm glad that you said all the things you said about community because it really can make or break your relationships. And the weirdest because there's so much pressure to just 
coast with everybody else who's coasting because they make yeah. you feel weird for not coasting. Right. Well, not yeah. not only who you hang out with, well, the couples and stuff that you hang out with, but family members. And you know yeah. that saying, like, you individually are the sum of the five people mm-hmm. you hang out with the most. Yeah. And for us, that's obviously one another. It's my coworkers and it's family. family. Of course, I have other friends and stuff, but it's really a, a, that really honestly is true and so when you really get that and you can step over into that you look around and go wait a minute is this guy have a growth mindset is this lady doing what Mm -hmm. you know we want to do and we found that over the last like five years we're we're friends kind of let our our friends our friends have changed our friends have changed Mm -hmm. right so it's kind of like we're gravitating less to old friends who just are like good people but they're just not doing stuff and mm-hmm. we're gravitating more towards like, like literally y'all. like like yeah. folks like you like mm-hmm. i mean I, I i look forward to when like we hang out and although it's been once but <laughs> you know yeah. or, or, or like today and then our other friends who are doing podcasts or mm-hmm. people who are like doing similar things that we want to do having their own businesses mm-hmm. getting out of debt making cash being a good dad being a good wife it's like i'm attracted to stuff like mm-hmm. that because yeah. it's like okay we get each other let's go do yeah cool stuff but it's you know just what I'm uh, yeah i just wanted to bring up the importance of it's really vital to have a community even if it's totally online if it's yeah. not even in real life but like, like even reading y'all's posts about you're doing what is the challenge you're doing i can never remember <laughs> okay let, let's spend five minutes and well, talk about will. that or maybe yeah. even longer because i am so fired up i know about that. T- tell us all about your challenge <laughs> Yeah. So Andy Frisella, um, he has a podcast called the MF CEO project. Um, if you're, if you're turned off by language, that podcast is not for you because (laughs) MF CEO stands for exactly what you think it stands for. Um, so, uh, but he put out this challenge after listening to a guy. So I don't even know if I told you guys this, but there was a guy, his, um, name, his name's James, I think. And his Instagram's like iron cowboy James. But if you Google iron cowboy, you'll find the guy. This guy did 50, uh, 50 Ironmans in 50 days consecutively in 50 different states. Oh yep. my gosh. <laughs> just let, just, yeah, let that, let that sink in for a second. So Ugh. he went to, he went to a different state every day and did an Ironman. And for those that don't know what an Ironman is, I've actually, I did one third of an Ironman. So I've uh, actually twice I've biked a hundred miles cause I used to bike pretty, pretty often. Um, and both times I did that once I got sick for like two weeks. I got the flu. I got pink eye. Like my body just shut down. So I just, that was just the bike part. So this guy did a hundred mile bike ride, a full marathon. And like, I think it's a two, two and a half mile swim. He did that for 50 days in 50 different States. So all that to say, Andy, Andy Frisella interviewed this guy and he's like, holy crap, this is amazing. And he came up with this challenge. It's called the 75 hard. It's very, very simple. The guidelines are very simple. So choose a diet, any diet you want stick with it. No cheat meals, no alcohol. So whatever you can pick a diet, whatever you want to do, just stick with it. Uh, drink a gallon of water a day, read 10 pages of a personal development book, um, and do two workouts. One has to be outdoors and each workout has to be 45 minutes. So you work out 45 minutes inside and 45 minutes outside. It can be at different times. Um, and I think that's it. Uh, progress. Oh, and you have to take a progress pick every day as well. Cause, cause you'll see the change. So Um, I actually posted on my Instagram earlier that there is a physical aspect. Working out twice a day is not fun. It's very hard. Um, I went on a run today and it was raining. Um, You have to do it no matter what. And if you you don't do any one of those things, you have to start the counter over. So we're on day 12, actually. Um, And we've been doing that 
almost two weeks and it's been amazing, but it's, there's a physical aspect of it with the diet and the exercise, but it's mental. It's all, it's a, it's a mental toughness thing. And I actually hit, it was yesterday. I hit this mental laser focus zone that was scary. I almost like cried. Like I didn't know what to do with myself. I was just, I was running. Um, I was listening to some hardcore rock music and I just was like, I, I texted my buddy, Tony, and I think I texted you too, but I was like, I feel like Russell Crowe in the gladiator. I was just like ready to kick the butt. Like I just felt epic. I'm just like running. I'm like, I'm working out two times a day. I'm crushing a gallon of water. You know, it, it's, it's a mental thing. You know, I've sucked with my diet. Um, so it's been amazing. And I, I had been thinking about it literally for like three weeks. I started working out w- with my neighbor in the morning, my buddy, Tony, and I mentioned it to him. And he start, he listened to the, the episode where he explains it and he's like, oh my gosh, we got to do this. And I'm like, well, hold on. Like I was, I was contemplating it. I didn't even want to do it. And I'm like, I wanted to do it, but I wasn't ready to pull the trigger on it. Cause it, there was, I just, I didn't want to do it. I wasn't ready for it. And he's like, oh, well, I'm going to do it. And I'm like, I couldn't let him do it alone. Cause I introduced yeah. him to it. And I told Robin about it. She's like, yeah, let's do it. So the three of us are doing it together. We have a group text going where we encourage each other. And it's been, even with kids, it's been rough. Um, working out. Like I had to, I had to, I did a walk. So, and that's the thing, like the workouts, um, we go to the gym usually, or like do yoga. It can be like walking, but you have to do 45 minutes of whatever it is. So Mm -hmm. it's not like, it's not a workout program. It's not a a meal program or anything like that. It's just the mental challenge of going out and actually just getting it done. Um, and I was out almost 11 o'clock doing my walk the other night and I'll throw a podcast in and do it, but it's, it's been amazing. And I think you should just do it, Seth. (laughs) <laughs> oh man, like so I'll tell you I'm I'm mad at you right now but also but also not mad because I like feel in my heart that I like I have to do it almost. Have you yeah. have, have you guys ever felt that way? It's like yeah. I don't want to do this, but I know that I have to and I'm I'm not there yet. Like I, there's been periods in my life where I have worked out twice a day and I like I saw the results like almost instantly because if you're working yep. out twice a day it's like holy crap your body's you know mm-hmm. shredding and uh, just part of it but I, I did listen so i didn't know about it until you told me about it i saw that you were yeah. doing it and then i started listening to andy frisella i didn't like him at first when you first told me about him a couple months ago but yep. then i started getting back into him just literally like a week and a half ago i was like okay this guy i i it's it's hitting me now right yeah. like before yep. i didn't have the ears for it i guess but now i'm like okay listening to it and it's like Oh man. So I, I don't know. I, it's, I'm, I give I'm you not... less than 30 days. Cause I was literally I, what you, what you were just like that whole, like, ah, I want to do it. But I, I was like that for three weeks. And then it took my buddy, Tony going, well, I'm going to do it. And I'm like, all right, let, let's do it. And, and that was the other thing. Like my OCD, I'm so like weird. Like I want to start it on a Monday and we were talking about it Tuesday. So I had, that means I had to start it on a Wednesday, which just broke my OCD mind. I'm like, Oh, I can't do this. But that was the whole thing is I'm just going to do it. Like, I'm just going to start it. We really hadn't gone grocery shopping to prep for a diet or anything like that. But I'm like, we're just going to figure it out and we're just going to do it. 75 days is not that hard or it's not that long. I mean, it's been hard, but like, um, when Andy was talking about it, he had, he had been like almost two weeks in and some of his guys were around him just were like, what is wrong with you? You're like, you're like focused and you're like, just in the zone and that's i hit that yesterday where i'm just i'm gonna finish it and i'm super pumped to see like i i'll have to find a normal because this is extreme i want i'm looking forward to finding a normal um you know because for me again like the alcohol thing i don't want to go home and drink every night um and it wasn't that i was going home and getting crazy drunk i just 
having a few beers, a glass of wine, whatever it was, just to kind of take the edge off the day. I don't want to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's little habits. Again, this is like super personal, but I would, I would go home and have a couple of drinks and not eat dinner, like with my family or the kids. Like we would wait, we'd bathe the kids and put them to bed because I wanted to just kind of get a little buzz on, you know, from a glass of wine and just kind of get that, get my mind settled. And then we would eat. So I would wait until like 8.30 or 9 sometimes to eat dinner because, you know, I wanted to have a couple of drinks first. And that mm-hmm. I, it was interesting. I texted her the other night, like, um, that I was having dinner early because I had to work late or something like that. And it, was, it felt good to just get that out of the way, have dinner at a normal time, like a normal person and not look to take the edge off the day. Yeah. So. Yeah. Have you heard of yin yoga? That'll take the edge off in your <laughs> yin? day. Yin yoga is like a super slow yoga. And it it's like the bet. I mean, it takes a long time to do it because you yeah. stay in. It's it's hard to explain what it is, but it's phenomenal. Uh, we'll Google can, it because we've yeah. been doing yoga and stuff like that. Like I we'll put on a YouTube it. YouTube uh, yoga video or whatever. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I yeah, we'll totally look into it. Yeah, it seems mm-hmm. it's weird because it's the most relaxing to me, the most relaxing yoga ever. Because it's like you just lay in these poses forever, but you feel so freaking good because you're like totally <laughs> loose afterwards, and you just feel like have have I everything tried it? Is great. No, no, I don't think. Yeah, uh-uh. I love yin yoga. Actually, oh, we should try yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but what I was going to say is one of the things I'm excited for about selling this house and like mm-hmm. moving into an apartment is I actually wanted to surprise you and do the 75 hard once we were What? In the You're going to do it? Oh. I want to do it. Yes. Do it. Yeah. Oh, I, do man. It. I think it would be really fun. Cause <laughs> that would be I, cause awesome. I, that's like one of my goals. That's why, one of the reasons we're moving is to so we can be more active with the kids and go places right. yep. and go swimming and, and go summer's climbing. coming up so we can yeah. be outside more. Oh, and, and well, that's pretty cool. And okay. Like, just make it how we live. I mean, I'm all yeah. in it. Oh, but, man. but the reason I brought up all of that and community and everything from the very beginning was that just watching you guys, when you post your, like your 75 hard, like whatever they're called, uh, what are they called? Progress. Progress. The progress. Yeah. Yeah. Every time you post them, I'm like, yes, you're doing <laughs> it. And, I'm, and it's just so inspiring to me. And you guys are our community now. And so it's just so cool. And I think it's so important for listeners to understand that you have to be around people who are doing this thing with you and who get it, right? right? Whether that's diet and exercise or marriage or family stuff, like it's so vital to the success and the like kind of, fo- uh, what is the word? Like feeding the, fueling the fire, that right. the yeah. good fire that you want to have, right? And then we'll figure out the anatomy of family stuff soon. So yes. you'll have family content <laughs> right. in no time. Well, yeah, well, you were talking about a, a, the family book and Melanie read this book. It's called Talk How... No, Talk So Kids Will Listen and Listen So Kids Will Talk. It was written in like 1979. But, but it's, it's, it's uh, gold, a really right. phenomenal parenting book. Okay. It's just about parenting. It like... It's yeah, really good. It's and there's an audible of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. there's, yeah. So that one's really good. And there was So what did we one. talk about? We talked about transition, growth mindset. Mm-hmm. What else? Is you there guys anything else y'all want to share? That you're going to do the 75 hard soon. High <laughs> <laughs> five to that. Dude, like, I know that you, you, you know how, it's like, I don't know. Was it easy for you, Robin? Like if, you know, Paul said, okay, I'm going to do this. And you're like, yeah, okay, let's do it. it like was, you didn't have to think about it and like be OCD no, or weird about I, it. Like I love believe it or not, I love working out and I love eating healthy. So for me, I'm like, all right, because I've wanted a reason to really get my get my mind back on my health. And so I was like, yeah, let's do it. So well, we, take that a step further. You wanted to do it so that we could do something together. Like that goes back to the marriage stuff. Like w- before when I was working out, like we're at different levels of, of our, of our um, 
what did you say earlier? Our fitness. Our fitness. You can go out and run 10 miles yeah. right now. Whereas I'm like, I run a mile and I'm dying. Yeah. yeah. So we're at different levels. But, but, I, but we went to the gym today. We took the kids, went to the gym, put them in the childcare at the gym, worked out together. We did the treadmill, 15 minutes on the treadmill, 15 minutes on the rower and 15 minutes on the stairs. So and we do the walks at night with the kids. Um, sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Mm-hmm. When they want to walk for 45 minutes that's tough because they're they're so young so yeah um but for her that was a that was an opportunity and I, i'm trying to tie that back into the whole marriage thing like that was an opportunity for her to spend time with me and connect with me mm-hmm. so it was easy for her to do that and it's he was asking me to spend time with them yeah. before he would have been like this is what i'm doing yeah and i'd be like hello i'll do it with you yeah <laughs> yeah and it, yeah. for me it's, it's the exact opposite because i want to like i went on a run today and i ran three and a half miles and you know, I, I, I need to be at the, at a certain level fitness wise. So I can't always work out in the intensity that she works out. Cause we're just not on the same playing field, but we're trying to find ways to, to do that together. Um, yeah. and this has been a great challenge that would, that allowed us to do that. So yeah. I think that's so beautiful. Yeah, that's, that's that. rad. Hello, and, I'll and do I, this with you. Well, we even <laughs> had conversations because I, I get up at five and we have a gym at the house, you know, so I get up at five and go work out and she's already sleeping and I, I'm done, but, and she's still in bed, you know, and she's like, well, what would it be like if, if you, if uh, you waited and came and I was like, that would be great if yeah. we could do it together. And I think yeah. us, us moving and, you know, living in an apartment, all this stuff will, will really facilitate yeah. that more. So that's, that's sweet. Thanks for like trying to surprise me, but high five well, them. They oh yeah. Thanks guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, awesome. that's awesome. I think, I think that'd be cool yeah. for, for us yeah. too. But, um, is there anything else that y'all wanted to share before we wrap up? We're just so thankful that you are, I mean, we just love you guys. That's Thank you. We love you guys too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, the only thing I'm trying to tell everybody I can about this, your podcast and about this, this whole thing, the mindset and everything. And like, I'm just trying to spread the word. I, there's nothing I can say now because there's, they're obviously listening to this now, but I'm just trying to get the message out. And, and for those that are listening, share, please share this, just share it, like be obnoxious about it, post it constantly and um, get the message out there. Cause like I'm doing the 75 hard and I'm trying to post about it. Not honestly for uh, accountability for me, because if I post it, I'm accountable to people. People are watching me and um, I want to, I want to do that. But like, you have to share your experience and your story. And that's what I want to do now. And I just, I want to level with people, connect with other humans and just, just, just level with people. Mm-hmm. So share, share this podcast, share the message. Um, I think that's, that's the only thing that I could say. Yeah, yeah that, that's awesome. So I know that you guys, well, you're on social media, Paul. Robin, you said you weren't so much, but for people to follow you, I know you have a business. You guys have a business. Yep. How can people find what you want them to find online? Yeah, I mean, you can check out my Instagram. Uh, it's Paul Vetter Jr. So P-A-U-L-V-E-D-D-E-R-J-R. Um, you can find me on Instagram. I'm on Facebook too, but um yeah, I'd love to hear how, if people want to message me, I, I'm an open book. If people want to connect with me, talk to me, I'll give you my cell phone. We can text, like, I'll tell you, you know, how we processed all this. If you want a more detail or, or whatnot, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm an open book now. Cause I, yeah. there's not many people that are willing to do that. And again, you guys recording your fights in the beginning of the podcast is yeah. nuts being that transparent. Like mm-hmm. I'm ready to be that transparent. I want to be that transparent because it's it's helped me tremendously. It's changed my life. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. And I do want to say for the sharing part of that, like what's what's interesting is that I find that we'll 
I will see people who follow our work who I would never in a million years think follow what we're doing. Like people yeah. that I know, like from my childhood or whatever. And it's it's so weird because it's like, everybody needs this. I'm not trying to be yeah. boastful and say everyone yeah. needs our podcast, but everyone needs transparency. And if people could just say, this is the thing I listen to, this has been really helpful to me, someone yeah. will will need it and use it. They just might not tell you because they're shy or embarrassed or whatever. But it's yeah. just yeah. like, even that is like, oh man, just come on like let's all yeah. just do this together rally together like we yes. got this and yes but the I transparency just... thing like that's again in the, the world of social media like putting on that happy face being transparent is is amazing i even <laughs> hey buddy <laughs> nope no, not right not, now not right now go shut Sorry. the door please <laughs> nope shut the door please he sprayed himself with neon spray paint on accident. Uh -oh. <laughs> He's got neon spray paint like on his neck. Yeah. But what were you saying? Sorry, go ahead. No, I just like I, I had um, one of my buddy's wives. We were talking um, some time ago and she's just like she made the comment like, I just want to have as, as good a life as I see on social media. And I'm like, oh, no, yeah. like, no, that's not none of it's real. None of it's a thing. Like I, I, yeah. I want I'm I'm yearning for people to be transparent with me and I want to be transparent with them like just that that whole transparency thing like that's where I'm at yeah. with my life right now so yeah you want to hit me up hit me up yeah, yeah. It's, that's and actually one of the reasons that we've never like paid someone to do our social media stuff because it, or, or you know what I mean like we yeah we want it to be authentic and really us and not pretend and not just beautiful images because that's not helpful yeah it yeah. is not, not helpful for people they think that that's what life is and yeah I don't know what, what were you it's gonna not. say no no I was gonna say and any of our li if any of our listeners need IT support yeah. we will uh, <laughs> drive them to, to your your small business for sure yeah so. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, that's yeah. so funny. Well, we can't wait to see you guys in July. At the, yeah. What's the name of the thing we're going to go to? What's it called? <laughs> so we love EDM, electronic dance music. We Our favorite group is Above and Beyond, and they're playing at the Gorge just outside of Seattle. So we totally booked tickets to go see them. Um, we're we're going to ship the kids off to my, my parents and uh, my in-laws for like five days, and we're going to fly out to Seattle, hang yes. out with you guys, and like fist pump until five o'clock in the morning. It's going to be great. <laughs> oh, man. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, so. I can't. Well, I'll get our visor glasses Can, and are we yeah. have magic suits. Will, will your 75 hard be done by then? What's oh, yeah. that? Will your 75 hard be done by then? Because oh, yeah. oh, yeah. you at least yeah, yeah. want to drink. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, June June like 14th or 15th, I think, is when, when we're oh. going to be done. So Because we started right around April, April yeah. 1st. Okay. So, so the okay. question is, will ours be done? Right, will yeah. ours be done? That's right. <laughs> awesome. Well, we thank start. you so yeah. much for hanging out with us. Yeah, this has absolutely. been really awesome. We can't yeah. thank you enough because it's very hard to get people onto the show. As much as listeners want people to share their story, Anytime. not a lot of people are willing to share. And we've just been so encouraged by you guys and yeah. loved hanging out in Chicago. We can't. What I Let's can't see. wait for is why when we get to go to Florida, oh, riding right. your boat. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to, to have you guys down here for sure. I'll eat yeah. a public sandwich in your boat. On oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about because we, we used to spend a lot of time in South Florida and they had publics down there, but not in South Carolina. Yep. And it was Would you, you have know, like Wiggly Wigglies up there? I remember well, I know yeah, those were in Georgia. Yeah, and, uh, That's the and, best and Bilo. Bilo, yeah. yeah, Bilo, yeah. Bilo and Wendy's and stuff like that. But Publix was the, the you know, White Mountain Bread and that fresh yep. boar's head. Public, public oh, subs man. on the boat is the best thing ever. That is so funny. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we won't keep you anymore. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And this has Absolutely. been amazing. So, all right. All right. All right. Later, Have guys. Have a good rest of your day. Guys. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.